The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play guess what decision we're about to make horrible decision (laughs) (laughs) hey guys welcome to yet another episode of Decision. i'm your girl mandy b aka pet stallion aka that bitch aka full court pumps aka i will fuck your daddy and your brother okay that's 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 the vibe i'm on okay the brother too. The brother too. Mandy ever tell you about her brother's story? We're not no. going to do that. Actually, okay, anyway. anyway, your daddy and your son, have you been seeing all these like old NBA players posted up with a son? Okay, I'm Weezy. Welcome both. to the show. I'm really sorry. <laughs> we have a guest in the building. And to be honest, I always feel weird when we have interviewers on because I'll be like, fuck, we're terrible at this. We talk shit. I like to say, oh, we have conversations with people just so they don't be like, damn, why did y'all go all over the place? Well, y'all, we have Jason Lee in the building today. <laughs> And I'm excited because now I'm, <clears throat> your guard is down. Yeah. We've talked already. What made you want to have you been scared to come on though? here though? Well, there's no, there's never a guard up. I, I go into <laughs> every interview ready to just shoot every motherfucker down if they try me. <laughs> so I, my guard is never up. It's never up. It's always down. Yeah, I mean, I'm very comfortable. But I had a great time last time we talked. And I love it. But why I didn't, horrible, I didn't come though? on this. Why horrible? What? Because I make horrible decisions. I made horrible. Everybody watching, you've seen all my decisions that have been horrible. <laughs> 
and you talk about me. Um, yeah, but I'm making better decisions now, you know? And I make strategically horrible decisions. I don't just be making horrible decisions, just do it. You know what I call strategic horrible decisions? Being like a safe hoe. It's like me leaving my location on, me bringing a condom. That's my strategic horrible decision, basically. Br- bringing a condom is a horrible decision? No, no, no. I'm saying like, well, I don't think horrible decisions are bad. It's I, a bad yeah, it ain't a bad thing. I, you know, we made the show title based on the premise of like, you know, you could be called a hoe wearing a short skirt. So yeah. it's basically like empowering women to have their quote unquote slutty moments safely, yeah. having fun and enjoying it. Liberating. Yeah, I just had uh, I just had a friend hanging out with me here. And uh, I told her when she got out of her relationship, she was in a relationship for like five or six years. And then she's oh, I don't want to be with nobody. I said, you need to just go be a whore. Give yourself <laughs> one year to be a reckless whore. The type of whore, like walk in the club, find the nigga that you want to fuck and walk up to him and say, I want to fuck you. You said just one year? Yeah, just one I year. I a whole decade of that. Well, I think a year is okay. good if you just... It depends your age. I ain't gonna hold you. A year makes sense if you were in your 30s and maybe didn't experience it because you was in a long relationship. But to me, I think a lot of us had enough time to be in our whole phase, especially in our 20s, that I think a year is a good time. I wouldn't suggest someone to just be in their whole phase. See, I'm a, I, I disagree. If you coming off a five-year relationship, right... Now you already know what you want in love, what you want next, what you what your likes and dislikes aren't. You kind of need that year to just fuck around. I think we could keep having whole phases. I think I'm having another one at 40. Yeah, okay. I, I think you can have a whole phase at any stage of your life. When you need to have that release, no pun intended, <laughs> I think you should just give yourself the flexibility and the freedom to do what you want. At the end of the day, it's all about your choice. I always tell people when people say, oh, is this person gay or straight? Is this, are you gay or straight? I don't believe in all of that. I believe in fluidity. I believe in uh, in evolving the sexual experience. I don't believe somebody should be forced to be this or this or identify with this. Be a whore. Don't be a whore. Like, just be you. Like, be you. Be as free as you want to be. As long as everybody's consenting, legal, and uh, STD free. And look, if you're into STDs, do your thing, you know? Not if you into, if not you if you into STDs. Some people out here fucking like, they don't care. Just, just stick a bump in me. Oh, yeah, they don't. They yeah. don't. I think I don't everybody know. cares until you get your first one. And you're like, oh, damn. And a lot some of people, people had their first ones and they because them. they realize it's just a pill. I caught my first one and went and caught it again two weeks later. It's <laughs> a, a, pill, a pill and a shot. And I was to be dead. honest, though, taking a pill to make chlamydia go away is just so it's just too simple. They got to make it a little more difficult. Sit now me down. Gotta, now they've got to make it more difficult. Have a conversation with me. Be like, bitch, you know, you got to stop. Well, if when you do it, when you get it the second time, they do have that conversation. Really? They, they refer you to therapy. They're like, you need to go get help. They actually refer me. I didn't go. But, you know, <laughs> I just got my STD results back the other day. And again, I'm uh, completely negative on everything. And I'm on prep. And, I, and I'm and i saying the reason why I'm saying prep is because I just recently did Angie Martinez and I, show. And I was telling people, told my story about all that. And I feel like I'm meeting a lot of straight people that do not know about prep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you not know about prep? I knew about it. I was just never on it. So it's because <laughs> so I tried to get on prep or I was looking into getting on prep a couple of years ago, especially because I go to sex clubs mm-hmm. and I'm okay with my partners being fluid. So I've dealt with a lot of guys who may have been with trans women, may have dipped in dab, may, may have been a little Diplo mm. on a stick where they not not gay, Wait, but they'll let a little man. Sh- shout out to my boy Diplo. We <laughs> are not going to no, play no, with no, him. No, no, no. We ain't playing. Play no, with him. don't you play. Oh, uh-uh, because play. West will be in my, he will be oh, texting me. Okay, let's say two things. Play. This ain't what we do on this no, show. No, that's not what we do. Hey, we Diplo. honor all of that. I ain't got nothing to do with what that. Where's no, the disclaimer? Put a disclaimer right here. No, this is a good thing. I'm saying I deal with guys who may be very much like him. When I saw that clip, I was 
So I was oh, yeah, smiling. You like, said it on Patreon. She said, "Ooh, that shit made my oh, pussy." That, 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 that's my friend. When I saw that clip, I slid in his DM. I said, "Hey, nigga, wait, well, hold on. What? <laughs> I think Diplo is hot. I mean, we've no, been for sure. What? But that's where, like, so when I was looking into if I should get on it because I know I'm suscepting myself to that or being at a higher risk, they literally would not like give a straight woman or a woman at all prep like. You have to go the same thing like when the I, monkey I, I want to shout a company out real quick. I've been working with the Department of Health in Orlando and there's a company Talk Test Tree and they taught me and I've been doing talks and shit with them. 68% of new cases of HIV are black are women. black women. And yeah. they are preaching prep. Um make sure to check them out. They give free HIV kits, but seriously like yeah, I, I think, hate that that happened. I, I think it's really sad because like when monkeypox came out, you know, yes. all yep. my I, I, of course, got approved to go get the vaccination, um, which was interesting because when COVID came out and niggas was dying all over the world every day, I was like, I ain't getting that vaccination. The minute monkeypox <laughs> Monkey- came out and I saw a nigga <laughs> with a hole in his throat, I was like, what the fuck Stop is that? It. I'm about to. Yeah, because. I know. We don't want what we can see. No. But we, we don't. we'll take a risk with what you can't see. I ain't gonna hold you, bitch. I was 19 keys when the COVID shot came out. I was like, I'm not gonna But, but let me tell body. you, let me tell you, I went down and got it, but I took all my straight friends. What I did was I said, these are all my lovers. Oh, and they wow. all needed to. And so all my straight friends were able to get it. And it, I think it's I say a lot of it to say, I think it's unfair that like we know that these diseases are affecting I, you know, ident- women who identify as straight or whatever yeah. um, because they're in situations with people who aren't maybe sharing information and everybody should be available to get it. Um, it's it's really sad. But, yeah, I am so happy that I'm good and because um, I've been reckless. We talk about horrible decisions. I've been a whore <laughs> for 31 years now, you know. What do you Long think time. is one of your decisions you made where you were just like, like, what's your take it to the grave, but you're going to tell it today? Well, I don't take anything. I put it all out there. That's I why, know. That's, that's why right. You have to. Way. You know, we all yeah. love Charlemagne. He told me something I'll never forget. He was like, uh, there was something that came out about me. I think it was like a mugshot. And I was really upset. He was like, bro, host the mugshot. Use your truth before someone uses it against you. I mean, that's what Rihanna did with you. Share mm-hmm. your things before someone tries oh, yeah. to. Well, it's, it's about controlling your narrative. I mean, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we're in a world now, especially with cell phones and the internet and social media, everybody wants to be paparazzi uh, mm-hmm. and, and post your business. So post it first. Uh, let's see. One of my horrible decisions that I, I didn't take it to the grave, actually one of my most proudest viral moments <laughs> was I was on this app. It's a social media app where I used to live stream and I became one of the top broadcasters there. I was making lots of money and I had billboards and all this and that. So I was popular on the app. And one night I was in Atlanta and I had gotten so wasted that I went live on the app, which you should never go live when you're drunk. When you're wasted, y'all I saw agree. me. Y'all I saw me know. when I did that with Safari in Mexico, where I was doing all this with his dick and all that. I was drunk in the pool. Y'all said I was on heroin, cocaine, whatever. You know what that was. That was a, that was a horrible decision, but I had to do something for BT. But whatever. Shout out to BT. Y'all still pay me. Um, so I go live on this app, and this motherfucker, I go in the room, and this motherfucker's like, "Yo, you fine? You know, what? Whatever. He's shooting his shot." Tell me all these things you're going to do. I said, Nick, you better watch him out because I'll fly you out. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> That's why I get known for flying somebody out. So um, <laughs> I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. My phone is blowing up. I flew the motherfucker out and didn't know. You did what? So I flew him out. <laughs> He's like, I'm in Atlanta. I'm like, for what? He's like, you flew me here. I go, no, I didn't. He goes, you put me in a text with your assistant and he flew me out. I go, okay, well, what you going to do? Now, here's my mind. <laughs> Here's my mind, right? Like, wait, but oh, everyone man. saw that. This no, no, no. Happened. I got the info. It's DME, got the number, I guess, because I don't. You don't remember. remember. <laughs> so I go back, I look at my text, and there is literally a text saying, said, damn, that's confirmed. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, it's seven in the morning. I've flown somebody out. Jason Lee flew somebody out. Wait, now, next day? 
Oh, I mean the tech. The flight happened within hours, right? <laughs> oh, wow! So, wow. so you were me, excuse over. me, not the people behind the scenes judging me. <laughs> wow, we allowed him to See, be in. But this is why you own your shit, because that <laughs> nigga about to really go for real. Like he met me in the hallway and thought I was cool because I'm calm and I smell good. I'm dressed nice. Said no, I've, I'm a whore. I've made horrible decisions. I'm a whore <laughs> in therapy. So I, so I'm like, okay, now here's my dilemma, right? Because now I'm sobering up. I've flown somebody out. I'm now responsible for you. If I don't connect with you and I leave you stranded, you're on social media. Yep. And this person was 25 years old. I'm 45 years old. So not, not you flew a young nigga out, <laughs> left him stranded at Hartsfield Airport. Oh. So now you got to link with the person, but you don't really know who you're linking with. Wait a second. So your assistant booked the flight, but not the car service Hold to on. bring him to My you? assistant <laughs> does what my assistant needs. Did your assistant then be like, by the way, well, it's six in the morning <laughs> and my assistant's on the West Coast, so it's three. That motherfucker asleep. I did my job. Good, good luck with your decision. <laughs> my, my my team abandons. When I make bad decisions, they do what they need to do to get it done and, then, say, they, and, then, they get, and then they get the fuck out of the way. I called my assistant off of a boat in the Amalfi Coast like, bitch, I'm with this old nigga. Help me. Find me another room. She's like, okay. I'm, I'm telling you, that's what they, that's really what we pay for. Listen, I... <laughs> So now I say, okay, you know, I'm going to Uber you uh, to my hotel so we can have breakfast. Because now we need to sit down and have a conversation about this was a horrible decision. <laughs> so I Uber the person to my hotel and they they get there and they got their luggage or whatever. And I said, you know, just before we before we get started, um, you know, I'm really not big with social media. I don't want no video, no photos, don't post nothing. I just, you know, this was not a the best decision but you're here, whatever. Okay. So I said, uh, so then, then they go, my mother's a big fan of yours. I'm like, okay, this Not is crazy. Age you out. And they're, right. and, and they're a big fan, right? Oh, God. So I'm like, okay. So now they're talking about love and hip hop scenes and no. wilding out jokes. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really don't feel comfortable talking about none of my work because I don't talk about my work to people. Like, hate that's, it. you know, hate it. but yeah. we didn't get to know each other because I just flew you out. Yesterday. Off, <laughs> last off of IG Live or whatever live. So I said to them, you know, um, I think it's the best idea that you go somewhere. Do you have a friend out here? I have my best yeah. friends in, in Atlanta. I said, okay, cool. I'm, let me Uber you to your best friend. Um, if you need anything while you're here, I'll take care of it. I'm, you, I got you. I'm good. We're friends now, right? So we don't do anything. I put them in a car. They go off. Now, I'm shopping one day. In, at the mall and uh, or Neiman and I get a text that says, me and my friend just fell out. I ain't got nowhere to go and I'm uh, and and I don't got nothing else to wear. I'm literally standing next to a clearance rack, right? Now mind you, I <laughs> no. just I just said recently on Don't Call Me White Girl that if I'm wearing Dior, my nigga gonna wear Dior, like I'm gonna make sure because your your nigga is a reflection of you. People who don't believe that is probably single with, you know, empathetic, whatever. <laughs> so, but this is not my nigga, this nigga I accidentally flew out. So I'm 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 like, okay, you need something to wear. Okay, cool. I look at my friend, I go, just grab something off the rack, right? Just grab in, just grab something. It's Everything say $24, $23, whatever. <laughs> so my friend grabs a pair of white um, guest jeans and a white guest shirt. I don't know the last time I wore a guest. Not, a, not only that, not an all-white fit. And it's not even an all-white party. <laughs> and on top of that, the guest logo is so big, it ain't even all-white. Well, your friend was trying to be fun. <laughs> no, my friend was lazy. He just he literally went like this. <laughs> I don't even know if we looked at the size. He just grabbed the shit. So we get in the car. So I said, okay. We're going to a party tonight. I'm leaving tomorrow. So you can come with us to the party and then I'll send you to the airport. And I, I got you an outfit. Don't worry about it. So I get the outfit. I, so he goes, well, where do I get dressed? I go, you can get dressed in my hotel. They go to my hotel. I said, check your luggage in at the front. 
Right. Because you don't need to bring it to my room because you're not spending the night. Uh, so do that. So he does that. Where I fucked up. He got a receipt. So he got a receipt that he put his luggage at my hotel. I'm not knowing this is the receipt collector on the way. So we go to the party. The person's standing outside in the rain with no umbrella waiting for me. I pull up with two black cars full of people. And now these people in the car are on the same app because they're a part of my family on the app. And I'm telling, and I don't want nobody to know that I flew some miles. So I'm trying to hide my horrible decision. <laughs> so I'm like, can you please go inside the club? We'll be in there in a minute. You don't need to be outside. Oh, no, I'm waiting for you. So we get out and somehow I, I figure out how to shuffle him into the mix. He gets in. He gets up there. Now he's drinking. Everybody's drinking. He's trying to dance on me. I'm like, I'm not about to do all that. <laughs> so, I, so I've so i covered this up the whole night. But people now around me are kind of like, is it he on the app? And I'm like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of people in here that might be on the app. There's an app. app. We all on Instagram. We all on Facebook. So long story short, night's over. Now I've been drinking. They've been drinking. Everybody's drunk. And this person needs a ride back to get their luggage. I'm like, okay, you come back and get your luggage. So we get to the hotel, get the luggage. Okay, well, I need to change. Okay, mm -hmm. well, um, there's now the thing that I have to say is that people, especially people who look like me, TSA, hotel workers, food service workers, they know me, stores, they are on me every time I move it. And I see them looking at me. And so I'm always very aware of like where I'm at and who I'm with and who and I'm And how you're behaving and what you're saying. and yeah. Because I know that they will, even though the other platforms won't post me like that because we have a relationship, I still, I'm always very aware. So I let the person come to my room and here's where it went bad. Drunk, horrible decisions you made. I went, I let the person shower and get dressed. Then I showered and got dressed for bed. Mm -hmm. And then the person says, you know what? My flight is just not for a while. Can I just crash here and I'm going to get up? I said, okay, fuck it. You can crash, but you got to get up and get on this flight. Okay, well, and I have a suite with a couch and everything, but I let them get in the bed. All right. You were real nice the whole night. You was real nice. Were you drunk I'm again? trying to be friendly to <laughs> mitigate damage. This person, so I'm laying there and the person backed up on me. Now, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a man. So my back up on you, as soon as they touch that dick, that dick finna get active. <laughs> So I got up. I said, fuck it. I got up. I ended up fucking this person. <laughs> fucked him. Went to sleep. Got up. Fucked him again. Sent him on his way. I thought you got some good dick. You got a guest outfit. Now that probably wasn't the best <laughs> linen. You gave him a good gift. Yeah. You drank 1942. That's top shelf. Look, it could have gave you some I, I hate you. Flew you, on, flew you on American. Wasn't, you know, oh, it wasn't spirit. Wasn't, wasn't frontier. Wasn't okay. allegiant. It was, you know, good. And you probably got an aisle seat. I don't know. You didn't get first class, but. <laughs> Um, and I sent you home. Well, this person then started trying to extort me, saying, if you don't give me money, that I'm going to tell everybody you fucked me. So you know what I did? I said, no problem. Good luck with that. I blocked him. And I went to put on my best Valentino. And I went to a restaurant with a bunch of white people. And I set up my phone stand. And I said, it's story time. Let me tell you how I fucked the shit out this nigga I flew in last night. <laughs> and I went on, or the other night, and I went on to tell my story. And I was like, yeah, the nigga didn't even get a proper meal. But the nigga got hungry. I was fucking so I jacked him up, put his nut in his mouth. I gave that nigga all types of protein. Got that energy up, nigga. Because see, at the end of the day, I will never give anybody control over my narrative. I agree. But you try to extort me for some money because you got some dick. When was getting dick news? I never knew getting dick was news. Is that, is that a thing? Or giving uh, dick or getting dick. Well, I think people assume that you'd be like, you'd be embarrassed, right? Like people want to tell that story because they think that you having a wild night would make you look bad. No. Which is, which is crazy. Women well, do that to ball players. Well, what's also time? crazy is you say is, is getting dick news. Yeah. Crazy. Like crazy enough. We know that the, the clips, the stories that do go viral is 
who's fucking who, who's dating who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. unfortunately, it did it go viral. It did go viral. It was all over the internet, social media, tw- Twitter. <clears throat> uh, people were texting me saying, oh my God, because the narrative he said was, you know, Jason Lee flew me out. You know, I'm a young nigga. He tried to play the whole victim thing. Nah, you was a young whore who <laughs> got young online, whore. saw a dick he wanted. But the thing about it is, Nowadays with the internet, if you say something that makes somebody embarrassed, yep. and if it keeps getting repeated enough, the narrative will change by the time it gets to you. It's a whole other thing. I was, I, I'm was i a 25-year-old nigga who wanted some dick. I got flown out. I'm a young nigga who got flown out. I'm a nigga who was taken advantage of. I'm a nigga who this person... Like, it. what? It, it, you got online yeah. to get some... 25 get, is old enough. 25 is... yeah. Let me tell not- you something. 25 now I'm not now I would never date a 25 year old right but you might get fucked 25 year old is rental car age I love it I love it not rental car age it is not it hurts if you got bad credit by the way it's 26 (laughs) I think it's 26 or 27 for a rental car hey this is Christina Quinn I'm the host of Try This the Washington Post's new series of audio courses the idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch stratacoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play i do have a question if getting you asked us is getting dick news have you are the hollywood lock dms like 
sometimes so exposing where you're like, this is too much. Do you have to like prove it first? Because I'm sure someone's like, so and so fucked me. Yeah. But well, yeah, my, my team, we, my team gets emails and 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 DMs all the time about, you know, I slept with so and so and so. We honestly don't care. Uh, like yeah. if you like getting dick to me is not news. Now, if you're getting dick for somebody who's married to a Kardashian, I may we may run that if we can verify it. You know what I mean? And sometimes Y'all getting dick. Y'all getting dick that ain't even worth reporting. Like At I've seen. Oh, they be I've thinking seen, it's something worth. Yeah, wait, seen, like who? Trash dick stories get sent to us all the time. Like you got that dick and you want the world to know. You better send that shit to Dick Yo. I'm gonna be honest with there's you. Trash dick, dick stories. You, you don't know about Dick Yo. Stop playing with me. I swear. Okay, Dick Stop Yo. Me. It's y'all not around about Dick Yo. Yeah, we used to report it. Hold on. There, there's <laughs> not, there's nothing called Dick Yo. Yes, it there doesn't is. exist anymore. No. They came back, bitch. Oh, and I be all up on it. Oh, yeah. What is Dick Yo? Let's put twenty five year old booty hole on it. Oh, Dick Yelp is on this. So Dick Yelp is, is a page and they just added Pussy Yelp too. But it's a place where you can literally, and you do need to send in receipts and stuff, but it's a, it, and it be going viral on Twitter. Women send in who they've had sex with. Uh, do, girl, they just had, uh, and I'm not going to say I'm who. I'm sorry, I see who. It's a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, who? I ain't going to say who, but they. Why? Because they recently shared about it and it was like, ooh, bad timing. Well, but who, no, someone no. sent in a Dick Yelp on, on wait, ASAP. No. Who is it? ASAP. ASAP. Oh, yeah, we're not talking That's about what I said. See, I tried to say. I, oh, I was re- reading no, Maul. No. Oh, wait, Maul no. got a dick yo? Maul? From, <laughs> Ma, from, from Morial? No, we're oh, not talking about Can I be honest? If I, I had pussy yo, I wouldn't really be mad. <laughs> you said what? I eat really good pussy. I suck really good dick. I think the only thing, they'd be like, damn, this bitch was clingy. And I'd be like, oh, well. No, well, you I'm, say that. I'm also very clingy. Not, not You're clingy? When I'm with somebody that I really care. Oh, I'm a cuddler. I'm affectionate. You, I, you gotta, if you're walking through my house and you see me, you gotta put your tongue in my mouth. At least... My chef, let me say my chef. <laughs> my chef is so funny. So I got the chef because I wanted to stay healthy. You know, a lot of y'all that be having the surgery, I had to lose weight. Y'all be getting fat again. That's because y'all really don't understand that the surgery it's, was just to reset you. Uh, and even and though you, you said you had the surgery and gain weight, you're thick. There's that. Oh, I've always been. Yeah, but thick. but see, there's a difference between having the surgery and staying thick because I do feel like for those of us who have the surgery and still can look thick or look healthy is important. Oh, well, Cause some and, people be having the surgery look like a pop balloon. Well, and that's the thing too. When <laughs> when I had the surgery, for those of you you don't know, of course the gastric sleeve. Uh, when I got really small, like at my smallest, I think I got down to like one forty eight. I didn't like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I want to be one sixty because you start I, to feel sick and look. And, and my different. friend, but yeah. like my mom was even saying it, and that, and that's the crazy thing too about like going from plus size to losing weight to possibly like gaining some back as well. It sucks because you realize how. It doesn't matter the weight you are. Someone's going to have a problem with it. Period. Period. Oh, yeah. But then you develop it, body dysmorphia. Yes. Then Because yes. we could talk. That's a whole other thing. I mean, I, I have body dysmorphia now because I've let the social media comments for the first time ever. When I was 323 pounds, I didn't give a fuck what social media said. I was still fucking. I was still fucking. I was fucking. I was fucking. And I'd look at. First of all, shout out to all the niggas who was let me fuck at 323. I'm, I say the same thing. Shout out to y'all let me fuck at 230. Not you said. And shout out to I'm all the niggas who didn't let me fuck because I used to trash them too. Well, fuck you, nigga. You ain't shit. And now when I look back, like, damn, I, I understand. Uh, I ain't that nigga now. I'm rich. I'm cute. I smell good and I'm fit. So, and my fashion <laughs> right. game is fire. No, but what were we talking about a minute ago? Before you, well, you, you brought up the chef. The chef. Okay. So, look, so this is how my chef okay. is shady. How many people will be joining us for breakfast? <laughs> I had to catch his shade That's one day. Hilarious. Shout out to Chef Casey. He gonna, he gonna post this. I'm sure I had to catch his shade one day. How many people are joining us for breakfast? You know how many people live in this house? It's only two in my two staff, so there's four. But you're trying to insinuate mm. because, you know, you maybe have met a few people. A few. I had to catch his shade. How many people will be joining us for breakfast? Well, what's your common number? What would you prefer? Do you prefer just one person or would you prefer two? You know what? Um, 
I don't even know if the number's two. I don't know that I, I don't know because I'm in therapy. Let me start by saying I'm in therapy because I've made a lot of horrible decisions. A whore in therapy. But why do you think therapy needs to be? Because Well, first of all, we all need to be in therapy for different reasons. You know, Mm -hmm. right now I'm, I'm going, but right now what I'm going through is, and Charlamagne said this the other day when I closed Breakfast Club, he said, you're, you're, you're useless if you can't be used. If you can't be used, you're useless. And when I thought about that, you know, you start going through, you know, why so many people want to be in your world. They want to use you. That's deep. Like, do they really want to be your friend? Like, what does being friends mean? Especially in this business, when you have influence, when you have money, when you have clout, when you have access, when you have things that people want, in your mind, you're just you, but then you start to realize you're actually being you. So I went through that yesterday where, like, I wanted to just burn the whole fucking internet down. And I still do. And maybe today I might. I don't know. I haven't decided. <laughs> but but in therapy, the reason why I'm in therapy now is I'm trying to, one, become the person that I want to attract. Mm. Two, I want to start attracting people that um, are there for the right reasons. Um, and then also I'm trying to discover, like, do I, I'm, I'm at an age now where I am exploring having a child this year, but I also want to know, do I want to raise that child with one person? Do I want to I, I'm a very sexual person, so do I want to have more than one person? Because I don't know that we're created to be with one person. I don't believe you know. Um, but you do, you do want that person to share your journey with. When you start making a lot of money and traveling around the world, you want to create memories with a per- you want a per- person to join you on that journey. But do you want people to join you on that journey? Because I have enough space in my house where you know they can have a room and then we can share a room together when I want to do that or when we want to do that but I don't know I'm figuring that out have you tried um I was in a throuple a few years ago on the show have you tried dating or I don't know how many partners you want to have but have you tried people uh well I met somebody recently that I really liked and I was getting to know him and and I started the conversation with you know like where where do you want to see this go like would you be open to a third person oh no 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 just just me and one person I and I'm like, well, well I don't want to. That wouldn't fit. work for you. That wouldn't work for me. I, I love that you also just sat uh, with Anneli Chapa. I, I think the conversations that we're having now about non-traditional, non-ethically non-monogamous relationships are something that our parents and before them weren't able to like yeah, yeah. have. I, <clears throat> I know a lot of people assume that you're greedy for wanting multiple people, but I love that you can come in and be like, monogamy isn't for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people I need, but one person I don't think would fully fulfill me. What does that look like then with 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 dating? Do you bring that out the gate? Do you wait until you see you want more with them? Yeah. How soon do you bring up that you don't want a traditional relationship? Yeah, there's a couple of things. One, I don't. Be- I was saying to a friend yesterday, I do not believe in straight gay. I'm so sick of pronouning at this point. He, she, mm. they, them, this, that, and the other. You know, just be like, be you. Do what you want to do. If it's safe and it's consensual and it and it feels right, do it. I out the gate, I try to have a few experiences. One, we gotta fuck because I just gotta know if the sex is good. Oh great. My God. Ask him. Hold on, Ask wait, wait, him. wait, wait. If the sex is not good, I don't care if Jesus Christ brought you there with a stamp of approval for me to get in heaven. I gotta fuck with you, nah, nigga. I'm gonna go to hell. I'm I'm not <laughs> going to fuck. I'm not going to be able to be with somebody if the sexual experience is not good. That's so how one. soon do you wait? <clears throat> Are you a first night? No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vibe. I'm a vibe person. Like, okay. if, so if the vibe a- feels <laughs> right, like the one. I, wait, let me just say this real quick because I, I don't want to lose it. the person that I said I was interested in. Yeah. He told me out the gate, I'm not going to have sex with you, which is what I like. Why? At first, he said, I'm not going to have sex with you because I want to know that you really want to be with me. And I was that was he caught me at a moment where I was like, oh, well, I actually respect it. <laughs> you, you're respecting yourself. So, like, I was hanging out and getting to know we, but we cuddling and he, he all up on me and I'm like, oh, my God. And so. <laughs> He, 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 he wanted me to wait. And I said to him, like, I need to know, like, okay, so I'm going to wait. But once we fuck and all that, 
is it just going to be me and you? Or like, are you open? To th- oh, no, no, we can never be with nobody else. I said, well, wh- who's to say we can't? Like once we develop a strong foundation for a year or so, why can't we invite anybody else in? Or why can't we have fun? And he was just very focused on his traditional values. Mm. So of course, it didn't work out. So we had a conversation. It was a there. Twitter had an unpopular opinion, you know, thread going on. And one of the opinions was waiting for sex makes it better. And I said to Mandy, <laughs> like, for what Your was now? I'm a bi person. What was the too, explanation right? for that? I, well, here's the thing, right? As someone that's had one night stands, who's you know maybe fucked first date, third date, whatever. I have noticed the more I build a connection with someone, the better the sex is out the gate. Also. I do really think... And wait, this, wait, define build a connection. Now, I... Okay. <laughs> I think that, one, you can like vibe with someone the first night and have chemistry, but you're not building connection. Because connection, to me, is a semi-investment with that person. When I'm... Maybe I'll say about two dates in, then I'm, like, you know, following up with maybe a project you had going on. Oh, hey, did you get your script in? Or What's going on with this? And now we're a little more connected and close. Mm-mm. Once I have a better connection, then... I'm not saying I'm already not fucking out the gate if I want to, but I do think waiting a little bit does build for stronger relationships. If we fuck and you text me and say, how's Rihanna? Nigga, I'm never calling you back. <laughs> my projects, my business, my jokes on Wild and Now, my scripts, all that, that was not what we signed up to fuck. I don't have a sexual experience with somebody and treat them in a disrespectful way no matter what. Who they are, no matter what, if it's a one night stand, if it's a week stand, if it's a year, month, whatever. I guess it's mm-hmm. pretty. Everybody feels. Yeah. Val- <laughs> I try to make sure everybody feels valuable because we're sharing that connection. However, um, I don't want um, somebody to believe that because we had sex, now you got the right to be all of my business, mm. or that we have a relationship beyond what that was. Because sometimes I feel like I've had people who. Because I will never use my platform or my access or my relationship or my money to get sex. Like, oh, you know what? I'll put you on. I don't do that because weird niggas in the industry do that shit. But I have had niggas come to me to connect with me and they use sex to build Mm -hmm. the connection to get to the support they want. And I'm not with that weird shit. That's tough. You know what I mean? But the average person, when I was saying like, yours is different because showing an interest in someone's work and passions is showing them respect. With yours, it's difficult because it's like, industry people and maybe maybe most people listening to this don't fit that bill but how do you then know if someone is using you or not you don't i mean if you're in my house it could be um tiffany haddish walks in to talk about something or the white house calls or somebody's calling because kim kardashian did this or that happened or an interview is getting set up or i'm screaming about something and now you in my house is somebody that i just want to fuck but mm. now you all up in the mix want to talk about what right. Biden is doing. Like, we're not about to do it. So I'm very <laughs> mindful of the environment that I'm creating with the people. But you know what? You don't know. And, you know, if you're in L.A. and especially working with Kenya, you know, like, I'm in a place right now where I'm totally evaluating, like, why Why are you in my life? Why are you on my phone? Ooh, I why just you, why am that. I following you? I like, just said I cut off this little, th- this young nigga. And I really, beautiful. Big old dick girl. I did, but I cut him off. Is he on dick yelp too? He's not. Uh, I'm about to go download dick (laughs) Yeah, no, he's not on Hollywood Unlocked either. Um, But literally, I I was having that conversation with my friend, like being out of a relationship where I felt like I've received so much in terms of affection, acts of service, the things that made me feel fulfilled, just fucking somebody that didn't really, I felt like do anything to me. I was like, what am I doing this for? I also... I'm also in therapy. So there's a lot of things that trigger into a place that I was in my 20s where I was having sex 
with no emotions or transactionally that I like regret and feel shame about now. So a part of me when I'm. Do you regret it? Oh, I mean, I don't regret being able to pay my bills, but through therapy and through a, a project that we're working on, there's a lot of things even on this show, listening back and reliving some of my stories. I, I do have to be like, wow, my mind was in a completely different space than it was in. And there is some there there is shame in a lot of the things that I did sexually out of the means of survival. Only because now I have the option to choose who I sleep with, who I entertain, who I give my body to. Even even money, the way I look at it now, I was like, ooh, I was a cheap bitch. Hold on, we, should, we should expound on that. As people that are making money now can yeah. travel where we want, buy what we want. Are there ever times where you're just kind of like, ooh, someone tricking on me and I like it? Whether it be a nice meal. You know, you know what I learned, you know, when they were talking about like, what's your, um, what's, what's your, what's your love language? Yes. My love language is, and probably because when I grew up, I really didn't have anybody making sure I was good. I make sure they're good. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I told the story recently where, um, I was talking to this guy, met him, met him in Columbia, flew him out. Uh, cause I really want to get, and I thought this was the one, oh, this, I was, I brought him to, I had an Easter dinner and, and introduced him to all my friends and was yeah. like, this is the one. Hey, Juan. Um, <laughs> Juan was not the one. Why not? Not the one. Because the next time I saw Juan, I flew him to Dubai because I was going to Dubai. I'm like, yo, why don't you fly to Dubai? Meet me, whatever. Meet me in Miami. We're going to get on a plane. We're going to Dubai. And flew him in. And he went silent when he landed for like five hours. Come to find out he was accosted by the TSA people, not the, you know, the, yep. the people, immigration, whatever, because he had co- pictures of cocaine in his phone and all this and that, which I didn't know about. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't fuck around with that shit. This is not my thing. And oh, so when he finally got out, he, you know, I was like frustrated because I'm very much a, like, let's stay on schedule type person. That's and I, t- yep. so we get to the, um, airport on the way to the airport. I'm like, do you have your, your, um, COVID test, your, um, PCR? Oh no, I don't need PCR. I travel the world. It's what I do. I, I, he he argued me down. I said to go to Dubai. I've been there you, six times this year. You need to have a PCR. We get to the airport. He don't have a PCR. Long long story short, they don't let him on the flight. We miss our flight. Wow. First class tickets cost sixteen grand. I mean, uh, business class tickets cost sixteen grand. My assistant's in flight to Dubai already. So now to reschedule the flight, I don't even know how to do that. Thank God he had Wi Fi. So I'm trying to now find a way to get. There's no more flights. Trying to find a way to get to New York to get on a flight because mm. I have two more friends flying from New York. Jeez. So I called to find a jet to get to New York. That's 20000 Can't find a jet. Find two flights first thing in the morning that lands at 930. But the next flight is at 11 a.m. So we make the flight. Long story short, he ruined everything, ruined all the <laughs> energy, and we don't talk anymore. But Not you brought one up by name. Uh, yeah, I unfollowed him. He don't follow me anymore. I know that's, so then let's get into, because you're dropping all them dollars. Oh, but can I say something, though? Yeah, go ahead. Don't regret anything. The reason why right now I'm talking very freely and there are going to be people who say, you know, who would have fucked that fat nigga? Or I wouldn't fuck that nigga now or that nigga's this. They do the same for me. I don't care about, I don't subscribe to none of that. But the reason why I tell the stories is because I've come a long way. And the fact that we're black or people of color in therapy and we're talking very openly about decisions that we made that we regret. I think there's a lot of people watching, even though they're watching in judgment, who are making horrible decisions themselves can see like, yo, I can be honest and not feel afraid of that. One, I'll tell you another horrible decision I made since I'm here in New York. I moved to New York, and when I lived in L.A., I lived at the W. So I said, when I move to New York, oh I want to move to the hood. I want to move wherever the there are Dominicans. The no, no, no. <laughs> back then, it wasn't. This was literally oh, okay. right when, now it's trash. But back then, it wasn't. And I said, I want to move to New York, and I want to live wherever there are Dominicans. 
So I moved to Washington Heights, 177 in Fort Washington. <laughs> we just we just talked about Dominican niggas literally the before. That's funny. Because I had met a Dominican somewhere and I think in Rhode Island. I was like, what are you? Like, I, <laughs> I never saw y'all before. Oh, and Cape Verdeans, all y'all niggas could DM. No, actually don't. I'm in therapy. Stay away. You're not sure in therapy. Hold on, Stay away. Hold on. One so, of them may be your husband. Nah. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I would want to get married for the wedding. Because, you know, pictures You know what's crazy? My friends say that about Indian weddings. She just want to marry Indian just so she can have an Indian yeah, wedding. Girl, when that elephant comes out, I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> Hilarious. It's so gag. So I moved to the to Washington Heights, and I fell in love with the whole block. The, the whole, whole block, block is popping, right? Oh. And uh, I ended up so caught up in these Dominicans that this was way before Love Him, but this is way before Hollywood. Like, I should be very clear. This is before I had any ambition to be in entertainment. I've found myself fucking a Dominican in an abandoned apartment. That's when I knew I hit an all-time low. I don't know if that's a low. Okay, no. wait. No, was no, there no. a mattress on the floor? Were y'all no. fucking in the corner? He said abandoned we apartment. In, in an abandoned apartment, no. so was there furniture no, in it at no, all? No, no, no. Oh, it was given Taz's Angels one, 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 how did you know there was an abandoned apartment? And two, how did we end up in an abandoned apartment? And why are we in, in an, abandoned, an abandoned apartment? That was a trap house. So that's when I knew I hit an all-time low. Have you ever fucked in a trap house? I told you, I don't like good guys. Oh, you know, that's my favorite. You don't? No. Oh, bitch. I, I know too many of my niggas make legal money. I ain't got to deal with that. See, but it's not as fun. The gun under the pillow is really... No. I told you, see what I mean? No. I told you I was just it's in safety. Atlanta hanging out with my friends. And the fact that all my friends was carrying, I was like... Oh, you know what? I sound like scary. I live at the W in Hollywood now. Well, I, 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 I got guns. I got a, a I got a shotgun on the side of my bed. I have a nine millimeter on my nightstand. I have an AR fifteen laying against the. I don't but play. You, but no, you, you have to have guns Cali. in your house. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Why. bitch. I ain't gonna hold you. Sometimes I be sleeping, looking at the shit. Like, what would I do if someone busting his house? You, you shoot the fuck out of You don't like. I'm gonna have to hold it and then be like. And the way my house is built, like it's gonna take you time to get to me. So like, and you gonna hear him? No, no, no. You know, it's so crazy. People actually be trying to come to my house. I had somebody come to my house. A group of people came to my house one day. I heard noise outside. I look outside and it's like what? they walking up to the door. So my house is, is four levels. So I'm on the third level. I walk on the balcony. Find out it was a TMZ tour. Oh, no. I walked, out with, I I walked out with an AR-15. I turned a little red light on <laughs> and I put it right on their motherfucking ass. I said, what, you, what, what the fuck are you doing? They start, hey, you got a gun. They start running. I will shoot this whole block up. I would like all you. I know that's right. Bro, people are crazy that's ass. Nuts. That's audacious as fuck. Yeah. Mandy and I had a weird situation too, where we had to like kind of just, you know, she changed her name at the hotel and shit like that. And I think about it all the time when I walk my dog and I'm in West Hollywood. I be thinking I'm safe. No, you have to think. I don't go to grocery stores. I don't go to gas stations. I don't go to banks really. Um, I don't go to anywhere. I gotta. I don't sit in restaurants as much. Oh wow. no, no, not in L.A. Not really anywhere. I mean, there's some restaurants like I'll go to Avra. Damn. Damn, Avra Lynn. No more shit. Look, they got an Avra in New York anymore. now. No, they, they got do. a few. They got yeah, a few. They have a few. Ooh, I, yeah, that not, shit fine. But, you know, I there's, just went there with my friend Jazz. That's you know, crazy. There's some place, but there's really no safe place anymore. I don't think the abandoned house was that crazy. I wanted you to come harder than me. Okay, I got one more story. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I ever told this one. Back in the day, before entertainment, before all of that, um, I used to work for a union. And we would have, you know, um, conferences and stuff. And we were working with Jesse Jackson, Rainbow Push Coalition. And they have this annual thing in Chicago. You I had never been. a life. Oh, by a the life. way, God yeah. damn, you done lived a the life. Union. I was like, Whoa. I can tell you when I worked in probation too, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> wow. In three years, that was some <laughs> bullshit. No, but uh, I, I found myself going to this conference and I have a phobia that I, I don't even know if I've ever talked about, but I can't share the room with people. Like, I can't be paired up with people. I don't like being in the room, with, especially if I don't know you because 
And when you work for a union, sometimes they'll send you away on conferences. They'll put you in a room to share with a coworker. Yeah. I don't, even if we work together, know each other, we friends at work, I don't want to, I, I need my space. I don't like that, whatever. So they put me, I go to this conference, they put me in a room with a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking nigga's praying and shit. You know, she's like, no, hold on. I understand. No, no, he's like, he's, so I walk in, you know, my gas. <laughs> And the fucking pastor's there, and he gets on his knees and he starts praying. And, and I'm on his knees. and I'm standing there. No, he's Bible's laid on the bed. Oh no! He literally looked like Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> he got on his knees and he started praying. Right, and so I'm standing there. He said, "Oh hell!" No, I'm standing there like, like nigga, this is a long ass prayer, right? <laughs> so he stops praying. He's like, "How you doing, young man?" I'm like, "I'm doing great, sir. How are you? Doing doing fine." I said, "Okay." Uh. How often do you pray? Well, you know, I pray yeah, all throughout the day because the good Lord, I, I understand, I understand. But um, I'm I'm a heathen. <laughs> I'm in Chicago. These niggas is out here. I'm about to go to the gay I don't tell them I'm going to the gay club. <laughs> so I go to <laughs> the gay club and I am having a great time. I have a friend in Chicago. I had a friend in Chicago. And uh, long story short, we're having a great time. We end up getting fucked up. And I fucked him behind the club on a cardboard box. This is how pathetically addicted to being a whore I was. That's a horrible a decision. That's horrible. Board first of all, at least the band first, of all, first of all, the way these knees are built at 45, they, I ain't <laughs> getting on the ground. I ain't even getting on carpet at this point. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I, and first of all, I don't even get on my knees like that. Uh, but I'm still a good time. So, yeah. So, anyway, I come back from fucking this nigga behind the club in Chicago on the ground, on a cardboard box. And I still feel great about myself. I have high self-esteem, confidence, all the confidence <laughs> in the world. And I'm going home, but you know, there's a pastor there, right? So I come back, I walk in, the nigga is sitting up waiting for me to pray. And I said to him, and I looked him dead no, in his face. No, you didn't. And I said, no disrespect. I've been drinking. I just fucked somebody behind the club. I ain't about to sit here and pray. That nigga got up, got all his shit, got the fuck out there. He was like, oh, this is he made a whole thing. So now here come Jesse Jackson people, <laughs> you know, the next day, judging me and shit. Now, ain't y'all pastors? Because the Lord that I knew took whores in. I look at you. That's what he did. Hello, he did. The, the The Bible says no one sin is greater than another sin. So if you lied about your weight on your DMV license, <laughs> and I fucked somebody I just met behind a club, nigga, who going to hell? We both going to hell apparently. Because sliding the, down the little Nas Expo. So, so it's sort of like you know, I, I saw early on that you know sometimes the people, even the people in the church. They make horrible decision in judging us sinners. But now, you know, I don't know where that that pastor is now. But that nigga, I ain't never seen a nigga get up and get his shit so fast and get out of there. Hilarious. I can't. I just imagine the Bible being fumbled. Oh, he was waiting up for me to pray. As soon as I walked in, he's sitting there. Like, what is you sitting up for? Like sitting. <laughs> Hold on, wait. We gotta go back. Hold and on. Something. And it's probably like three in the morning. He That's is sitting. Three a.m. He is sitting up, and I and, and, and I and I see and I see him. And I'm like, what's up? He like, yo, I, I've just been waiting for you to pray. I said, nah, nigga, no. Nah. And I knew I'm about to let you, I'm about to give you something to go pray about. Like that. <laughs> Run to your prayer closet. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. 
I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play when you said i don't get on my knees like that do you mean you're not a giver or you just too bougie did no i mean don't get me wrong i mean you know i'm gonna do whatever the situation calls for (laughs) i mean i fucked in showers bathtubs i mean i've done i've i've lived a life i've done it and i still will do it because i'm a i'm a pleaser so i want to please the person i'm with i'm just saying i'm not like i'm not just gonna be on my knees uh sucking dick and doing all types of shit just to be doing it have i done it will i do of course of course am i a receiver or what are you asking me about my top or bottom no 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 <laughs> shit, ask a direct question Look, no, no, no. i want to know like are you a, are you a giver because when you said i don't give her give her of what sucking dick yeah of course but but sucking dick or get my dick sucked that's i mean yeah of course i mean i think any if you are sexual woman or man and you don't suck dick you're trash you do give me top energy bottom for love no Really? <laughs> no. And I'll tell you why I won't let nobody fuck me. And it's not it's not because I'm afraid to get fucked or I think getting fucked hurts or whatever. It may, it may be a good time. I mean, we all know it where is, cute. we all know where a man's um G spot is. It's in his rectum. We know that. So and I see the pleasure that I've given to a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I know I know where it is. I know where the promised land is on a man. <laughs> um so does the but let's be clear. It's only because if you fuck me and you go and tell somebody you fucked me the way that people be saying like yo I fucked her I I, I put all my dick in. I saw online yesterday this man was online talking to people and he put his phone in his pocket and went and fucked a girl and let everybody hear it I felt like that was Ooh. such a violation Oh no that's such a violation That was so disrespectful and I just feel like your private intimate moments should be valued at a place where you you don't 
hurt the other person. I've never fucked somebody and been like, yo, 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 I fucked that nigga. Now, the nigga I told y'all that tried to extort me for money and all that, yeah, I told that story because he tried me. So since he wanted to put it out there, I just put it my tea out there myself. But I don't, I pride myself in protecting people's privacy. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could handle so the disrespect love. of somebody say, but what does love mean? I've been in love and I've fell out of love. I mean, you're, you're talking about having children. So marriage, maybe having the big wedding, maybe that'll be the day. But I do think vulnerability uh, uh, most of my friends being vulnerable friends don't mean you got to open up your asshole. It doesn't. <laughs> but I think that your response to it seems like it's a vulnerability. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm all for being vulnerable. I recently had somebody go and do an interview where they talked about us fucking, which, again, I don't understand what that is, a cloud or whatever. And they said something like, yeah, Jason wanted me to put my fingers in his ass. I called. I said, listen. I'm not ashamed if I want if I wanted somebody to put their finger in my ass, I'm not ashamed of that. However. I know that in 45 years, I've never asked anybody to put their fingers in my ass. Well, you were drunk. I said, well, if I was drunk and you put your fingers in my ass, that means you took advantage of me while yep. I was passed out. And that's a conversation I'm willing to have. Also, we're I'm willing to ha- I'm willing, like, no, wait, But fuck? I'm willing to have that with the police, with the internet, with you. So what happened? Okay, so, okay, great. Just want to be very clear because if you try to use me for clout, if you try to expose our personal, private, intimate moments for clout, that's the shit I can't handle. I and that's why I'm very careful about the individual that I share that kind of experience Bo- with. But Bobby Lights made me scared of that. Watching that show really... I executive produced that show. I know. Yeah. I, I, I was I was such a fan of watching it. I really enjoyed it. I loved that, you know, there weren't any, like, I'm scared to be gay stories. I kind of thought somebody would have that. Especially, um, was it so... Was that the same Soul? Oh, Soul, yeah. Soul never really... But Soul, if you go to his Twitter, I mean... But just being them. happy about being who they well, are, only, that was great yeah. to see. But I when, was mad they all talked. I watched all of them on OnlyFans and Twitter, and was I was like, oh, this is ruining it for me. I don't want to hear y'all talk. Let me just see big-ass dicks. But I'm going to tell, I mean, tell you where Zeus fumbled the bag. I told them we need to do a charm school with that whole cast and bring in more... Like, Ooh, and let me host that shit. I would have hosted it. I mean, we're still talking, but that cast was a... Shout out to everybody. They were so terrible It was a good cast. But only because I knew half of them. And Roland Ray spitting on the other boy in the wheelchair. Hot Wheels. It was I watched it every night. I watched it twice. Every nigga that came over to fuck, I was like, come on, watch my show. And and when I told um, Hot Wheels to roll out, the whole wheelchair community got upset. Roll out, nigga. Roll up. Bitch, tell me again. And they all said, roll out. She said that to, we had a guest on here with a wheelchair. Hold on, that hoe tried me. She did. She said I couldn't suck dick. I said, bitch, I'll roll you out of here. But I. But I still liked her. But, but no, yeah, that was a great. Bobby cast. lights being, I mean, just watching people who loved on him in one moment and then turn on him. I was so disgusted. Let me That's, tell you, yeah, that you was, know, when you do like love and hip art, you do reality shows, you see how sometimes it feels scripted or it's that show was not scripted. I, I literally walked through the house every day like, hey, how you doing? I, I, I would come to set every day. First of all, I was executive producer. Like I was going to be a passive executive producer, just put my name on it and like, yep. you know, cast whatever. But I once I met the guys and I saw how great they were, I would come to set with bottles of, of uh, 1942 and I'd be like, what's going on? And they'd be like, yo, that motherfucker it was, over there was on Jack so looking for weed. I'm like, looking on Jack. Like, what about them? Like, that motherfucker was sucking his dick. And that motherfucker like, for got real? a girlfriend waiting and then on you, him. And then you know what I did? Walked to the next room. Did you hear what he did? <laughs> I was gaslighting them all day. And as soon as them cameras came on, they was beating each other ass. Shout out to that cash. Y'all did a great job. They were really? great. No, they were really who, who impressed you the most on there? On that show? You know what? I think Bobby's a star. I think Roland Ray's a star. Brought Roland Ray to Zeus. I, they impressed me. But in terms of like the cast. Um, no, I mean, they're part of the cast. Bobby impressed me too. I, I wasn't all of them. I, they, all, they all did. But Bobby was great. And yeah. I felt like 
I loved seeing him get emotional and seeing him cry. Mm. Like that to me made it feel real. Because he went in really wanting to be in wanting love. To find love. And he wanted to find love. Now the reunion was a hot ass mess. Oh, and Olive Boy had me And because of that reunion, that I mess. don't plan on hosting any more reunions. <laughs> that That's just mess. not, I'm, I'm good. Like I don't know how you weren't like, it, that was crazy. I was watching it on it, a plane. It was nothing but fight. Like, it was pausing and fighting, and it was a lot. That was the best show Zeus had, but Jocelyn, I guess, I takes the cake, but it was the best show. Well, I felt like they were fighting for something. They were fighting for love, and they literally were fighting for love. Dimitri was the star, the, the white boy who was the I remember. Dimitri, the, the day I met, the first day I got there, off camera, he says, oh, I know who you are. I know who you are. I saw you on a flight before you were in coach. I said, first of all, what? there's no coach shaming going on here. <laughs> right. But you, but on JetBlue, I've never flown coach. I've only flown Mint. So that's not true. I guess he was a flight attendant. And he, he was trying to read me off camera. I said, let me tell you something. I'm not a part of this cast. I don't, the security ain't going to hold me back. So don't, you watch your mouth. Like, I'm, I'm really about all that action you want. And so then the whole cast turned on him right then. That they even started, that's how it started. They were like, first of all, don't disrespect. Like, because the cast gave me a lot of respect. Did you, you ever like, notice that because it was a black show, it was a white dude named Demetrius. They all called him Demetrius. But I called him Demetrius. <laughs> you, I thought you, this was a nigga name. You keep peeing that show and you also being in therapy and wanting love. Would you oh, no. have nope. people don't fight even, for love no. for you? So don't, even they, 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 they have a pro, don't even finish that, that statement. Like, <laughs> Do not, because words have power in the manifestation. Look. What happened? No, they've approached me about doing a dating show. I said to Zeus, first thing you're going to do is bring a midget. <laughs> and everybody knows I'm afraid. Should we bleep it? I'm no. afraid. No, listen, we're not bleeping that shit. They done came at me. I don't give a fuck. Y'all, I had a midget on my show once. I said, hop up here. Let's talk. I did call, whatever. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You're going to offend somebody. Okay? Always. So let's Always. So everybody. just fuck it. You know, whatever. <laughs> no, but get get little your little ass in here and listen to what I'm saying. Motherfucker. Okay. No, if I date, what they're going to do is they're going to find all the people that I do not want to date. And I got to go on a date with them. But you should have Bobby help you because you got Bobby. I'm, I'm going to take, we going to, what are we going to order? Like, what are we going to, uh, Stop it. Stop I'm going to bring a high chair now. Here we are. No. And, and then now my a whole brand. Yeah, now my whole brand's fucked up because I didn't got into it with a midget. This person, <laughs> this, this person hit my knees and shit and I'm trying to explain. No, no, no. So no, I won't well, do a date. at least they could show. give you a hand standing up. That might be I, cool. Um, I like to lay down and get my dick sucked. Oh, okay. I, you you know. like to lay down? Yeah. I, I love, love, I love standing I love up standing up. I no, I like that. I had a okay. I'm in therapy, but I'm on a show. A horrible decision. Yeah, this is work. I I met somebody that I knew, and whatever we had a, a situation ship or whatever. And I remember one time I was on a conference call, doing some Kanye business, and I'm like, yeah. And it, no, it wasn't even conference. It was Zoom, but I was on my phone, but I was cammed down. This motherfucker sitting there talking to me, yo, nigga, nigga. nigga. I'm like, yo, I'm on the call. In. Motherfucker got on his knees and started sucking my dick. That was the best conference call I ever had. Um, <laughs> that is the best. And that was hot. But, you know, that is hot. I'm all about the moment, the vibe. And, you know, there's people that I will be interested in that I may want to be oral with you or I may not want to be oral with you. I may want to fuck, but I may not want to be oral. I may want to cuddle and not fuck or do nothing. It's a vibe for me. If the vibe ain't Same. there. Now, if I find a vibe that's just passion is just on like, it's just crazy. And I, and I did meet somebody once in Dubai that, I mean, the, the, the passion was crazy. Um... Yeah, then, you know, we, we get into it. You're not going to fuck me, though, because you'll go on horrible decisions and tell people. And then, <laughs> we ain't going to let them do Showing it. up at your bitch no, house. We, we don't um, like exposing. Um, I don't like the exposing of people. I think it's corny. Also, so we, we have I, nicknames I for everybody. Really? Yeah, we have nicknames for everybody. Mm. Mm -hmm. Inviting people on, and to me, like, there's that clip of Megan James recently with the young jock thing. Yeah. And I really didn't like seeing it because I'm like, you brought him into your home, your house. You know what, what, is, what I'm saying? What did she do? She said something like, how have you stayed relevant all these years with one hit? And she's like, 
He said, well, I have a lot of hits. She goes, well, name them or let's let's hear about them. Yeah. And it just fun, kind of and felt did crap. Did he get into them? I'm not oh, they, sure. They've been that going was the back and forth. Yeah, oh, they really? went back and forth on on Twitter, I think. And then she brought in Funny Marco. Um, but why be, bring people on to shit on them? Now, don't get me wrong. If you have a situation that's out, maybe you know you're going to talk about it in a moment. Cool. You know, like Black China with her mother. How can you not talk about that? But I think when people blatantly bring someone on an interview to have this gotcha moment, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't that like journalism. That, I don't like the gotcha that, moment. That really, that recently happened to me. I don't know. When is this coming out? Next, uh, in two weeks. Okay. So, um, they, th- there's a, pl- there's a platform that, that shared with me that they're putting me on their most influential list, which is great. Okay. But, but I respect them so much that whatever they want to do an interview with me, I'll do it. You know, that's sort of like, we built a relationship now. You want me, okay, I'm gonna come, I'm sports you, you come on my shit. That, I'm all about that. That's why I love Breakfast Club, Drink Champs, whatever. But I'm very selective. I don't just be doing anything because there are some people who don't have talent. The only talent they have will be to set you up and get that moment. Yeah. And I, um, I've had that happen to me a couple of times where I come in saying, yeah, ask me whatever you want. But that doesn't mean that you tell me you want to interview me for one thing and then and flip then, it around and do and something else. And then it else. becomes disrespectful. And that happened, that happened to me recently where they were asking me, well, you know, what do you think about um, hip hop media covering the Republican Party and the conservative movement? And I said, OK, yeah, I'll give you my input on that. But then it started digging into Kanye, this and this and this and this. And it became mm. something else. And questioning why I make decisions. I said, look, I said, hold on. First of all, because I didn't know the reporter, I was off camera recording the conversation mm. because I'm going to always have my receipt in case you try to edit your shit. I'm going to have mine. Wow. So I'm filming it. So the person says, you know what? Let me just stop the interview. Let me stop the recording and let's talk. I said, no, keep recording because I'm recording. And I said, let me be very clear. You dealing with the King Kong of the fucking Internet. Not only will I find where you live and find you. But I will make sure that everybody in my world knows that you're a piece of shit. Don't fucking play with me. Now, you want mm-hmm. to talk about this? Here are your pre-approved questions. Do that. But don't start playing. I mean, anyway, an interview didn't come out. and probably won't come out. But but I say all that to say, like, those gotcha moments, that's why I think a lot of hip-hop media or black people in media get the bad rap, that we're somewhere trying to be this evil thing, when really, no, we should be the trusted space that all black people or people of color in, me, in the world of entertainment come to. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Does, does she not work with you, though? Who? Megan. No. I saw her on a on a red carpet, and she was there, it seemed, on behalf of Hollywood. No, I think Hollywood. the show either has the title Hollywood or the title. No, it's, 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 yeah, Hollywood group chat, but I think she was on a, she was on a red carpet, and someone no. asked, well, where's Jason? I saw a clip where she was. No, no. So maybe they confused her name with yours. Yeah. No, they no. was asking for you on the red carpet. Really? And she posted the clip. Yeah, I where won't. They were asking, I won't it's been nice to I, see Hollywood unlocked on uh, carpets. I think y'all came to You People premiere. Oh, too, yeah. Right? Oh, that sh- was nice oh too. shout out. You People was Kenya's? Yeah. Kenya, put me in a fucking. I'm not going to ask her. <laughs> Nigga, put me in a shit. I saw Kenya. Kenya, Kenya, Kenya Barris was at um, Charlemagne's Hell of a Week. The day I was, he was on the episode. I was after. there. I yes. was, I was on the episode before, so I saw him go and I wanted to meet him, but I've never like formally said I, I, I respect his movement. I just saw um, uh, Yara Shahidi the last mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, who I love, and I didn't even know she knew who I was, but I'm a fan of hers. But no, I, I, Kenya, nigga, phone, <laughs> you people, you people need to do something with me. I'm, I'm, Yo, I'm, I'm telling you, honest with you, if you ever told him that, it's like, I'm, te- like, I'm telling you right, right now, now, Kenya, right, take this clip, call me anything you need. I, I can, I'm, I'm not a trained actor. But if you say your job is to be a messy motherfucker, boy, a I'm coming here and fuck yes. your whole shit up. But no, I respect what he's, he's been able to do. And you people. Shot. I love him that including a, people in there. Thing. Like it was a, it was filming a year ago. And so we would sometimes hear about it at work. But when I finally got to see it and everybody that popped out, it was so much fun. Like just to know that Kenya bridges the gap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 
one of our friends um, of the show who does a show with Charlamagne, Andrew Schultz, we were having lunch and he's like, yo, put me and you people. Talk to Kenya. I'll do whatever you want. And I'm sitting here like, damn, do I want some money? What do I got to do? And Kenya loves his work. And I think that's the cool thing is he's like, they didn't know each other at first. Mm-hmm. Kenya didn't know Andrew. Andrew didn't know Kenya. And he's like, fuck it. The internet loves you. Niggas love me. Like, let's do it together. And he had the one of the funniest parts of you people talking about storming the Capitol. And I think that what's cool about Kenya, much like Issa, including pieces of pop culture in our media, in our movies, even though white people love you people, maybe they didn't realize Young Miami's Young Miami. Well, Issa's not going to do it because her publicist is shit. That's what I can't And you know, the crazy part is, um, you know, I love Issa. I think Issa, you've met her before, right? Yeah, but she's got... She's so beautiful. Hooray. She's got... She's 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 so she's beautiful online but when you meet her like her skin she's beautiful as fuck and i love how and she's like pro-black as fuck right putting on black as fuck so we've always wanted to celebrate her at hollywood unlock we wanted to have her on our show she never would come on and then come to find out her her publicist was just a blocking ass hating ass motherfucker but you know that's the new trojan horse the black publicist the black uh executive the black uh manager who, who gatekeeps people from the culture, which is so crazy because mm-hmm. they believe. And I think niggas just inherently have this slave mentality where until the white man or till mainstream validates mm-hmm. us, we haven't made it. Well, you know, the sad part about that is if you're a person curating an artist or an athlete's career and you're telling them that the only way to be seen and to be on is for E! Online to talk about them or for Vogue or GQ to write about them or whatever, and you forget that Ball Alert, Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked, uh, horrible decisions, Breakfast Club, Drink Champs. Uh, I even throw the Joe Budden no. part. Okay, yeah. whatever. No, that's fair. You He's know, whatever. Black media. But if you don't tell them, like what Queen Latifah told me, she said, get black people behind you and take them on a journey and never forget them. Don't never get over yep. there with those other folks and forget where yep. you started. Take, Bring them along for the journey. So that's what I've been doing. And I feel like there's this thing now where at first it was white folks keeping black folks from me, but now it's black folks keeping, keeping black folks from I don't think it's that they're keeping, it's that black folks are convinced that there's a crossover that we won't receive if we are supporting each other. They think that if I don't, hey, like, people don't know me in this space, so I have to do the GQ. Oh, no, no. They believe that if you go over there to Jason, he's going to be messy. Well, no. If you're in a public fight with somebody, Jason's going to ask you what the people yep. want to hear. And he's going to do it in a way that's respectful. You're going to uh, nobody's ever left my show and said, oh, my, like I had Laverne Cox come on and break down talking about suicide things. And she said, I never thought I'd be crying on the Jason Lee show. Well, because she thought she was going to come on and just kiki the whole way through. We'll get to the kiki and the games and all that. But I want to have real conversations with people. And but but they've been but 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 black media has been villainized to a place where white people have done a great job in telling black celebrities, I'm going to make you real famous and I'm going to make you real successful. And we're going to have these elevated conversation. Well, you can have an elevated conversation with me. Which we, I will we say, don't have I, celebrities on, really. We try not to. Yeah, and before, before you get friends. out of here, I do want to give you your flowers because the last time we spoke, it was right before your show yeah. dropped. It is phenomenal. Thank you. You are Congrats. doing a wonderful job. Thank the you. questions you're asking, of course, top tier uh, guests Thank as well. You. Thank you. But seeing you hold the blog space and do all that, seeing you have the Hollywood Unlocked radio show, podcast, you were with Fox, so you did all that. Seeing you on your own space, you were doing a phenomenal, thank you, phenomenal job. You. And I love that people are able to see you in that light now. Yeah. Like you just being yourself and you having conversations with the likes of people that not many other people are able to sit down and have those yeah. conversations with. Yeah. We, so like it's it's just it's just it's wonderful. Well, one, one I appreciate that. And I'm learning to be comfortable with receiving flowers because I used to not want to receive them. But I have worked my ass off to get to a place where I, I appreciate that. 
Um, you know, I had recently I had coffee with the vice president, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been building with her, went to her house during the Christmas party. And when you go to the White House, you wait in this line to take your photo. I waited in line. And when I got there, she goes, oh, oh my God, so good to see you. I'm so proud of all the things you're doing. And, you know, your, your voice matters, and your influence matters. And I looked her dead in her face and I said, Madam Vice President, why is your messaging not connecting with the people? Because I don't really know what you're doing unless I'm looking at her Instagram. And she stopped the line and we had a moment. And I said, I want to help you because as a black woman, first black vice president, for whatever reason, it's just the work that I see or have learned that you all are doing is not landing with the people. Yeah. And so she said, you know what? Like she, it, I could see in her eyes it actually like connected that somebody actually cared about her as a human being. So she came out, her people came out and said, we'd like to follow up and whatever. So long story short, they called me and said, we'd like to meet with you in LA. So, okay. So I called Angie from The Shade Room, Kyle at Neighborhood Talk, James DeBose at Foxhole, and uh, Sean at Spiritual Word. And I said, we all need to go in together because we're stronger together. It's not all about me. I want her to see that all of us collectively talk to millions of people. But in that moment, I was sitting there. Good for you. But in that moment when I was sitting there, I was like, I was proud of myself because I said, the person that people have said I am and the person that I've played into because once they saw who I was and said who I was, I played the fuck out of that role. Yeah, I, well, you said I'm messy. Let me give you the villain. Yeah. Let me give you the savage. Let me give you the don't care. And sometimes I would be like, damn, like I know I went too hard, but I'm not going to apologize though, but I know I went too hard. And and I said, you know, I'm sitting now with the second most powerful person in the world who sees my influence and who values my voice. But I also am humble enough to share that to with share other that people. Yep. And, and, and I think that's just to, to, uh, to the heart of who I am as a person. And now what I'm learning also in therapy is to start being more vulnerable and sharing those sides so people can get the totality of who I am, you know. But still, they're going to judge and say whatever they're going to say, you know. And, um, but, yeah, with the guest I'm, I'm on right now, and, and, I'm, and I'm actually scheduling time with the vice president to get her on the show. Oh, well, I'm going to yeah. be tuned in. So, be great. Kamala, you say you coming. I didn't put it out there on Hollywood. <laughs> Don't you make a horrible decision and not come now. Fun. I want to see more. <laughs> them laughs. Oh, but that's, laughs the, but that's the thing I said yeah. there. I said to see you in person and like as soon as I walk in, I don't think I saw this. I walk in to meet to meet the vice president. Now, when you're meeting the vice president, president, they shut down everything. They shut down the the escalator. So mm. the escalators were moving until she got there. Then all of a sudden that everything, stopped. Wow. Elevator stopped. They pipe draped the room. There's a curtain. Like there's FBI. There's Secret service everywhere, so it's a very controlled environment. So now I'm like, damn, like, nigga, my taxes good, everything good. I, I, I want to get up out this motherfucker, you know what I mean? They won't let my assistant in. I don't got my phone. Like, what's that? You know? And so I walk in. I got, I brought her some of my books because I wanted her to read my book because I, I think it's important as I learn her story that she know my story. Like, you own the plane, Air Force Two. You got time when you fly into Africa. Read that motherfucker. No, that's right. Know who you talking to. So I walk in with my books and my coffee, and I'm like, hi, hi, Madam Vice President. And I go to sit it down, and my coffee spills all over the table. Oh. And I'm like, this is some, this some embarrassing ass no. shit. And so she starts to clean it up. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. She's like, no, you don't. We got it. And, and so she starts to like clean up whatever. So they clean it up. And I'm looking at her and I go, do I shake your hand or give you a hug? She goes, give me a hug. And I gave her a hug. She's cool. But I said, why don't we get to see that? That's right. a great story. I love seeing powerful people do something. She was like, you, she was like, I said, she, and so Angie from the Shea Room said, when I was at a party, you were you were, you were dancing with the DJ and your hair was sweating out and I wanted to film you and put that because if I would have put that out, people would have been like, look at Kamala, you know. 
And sh- she said, I wish you would have done that. She said, well, your people wouldn't let me do it. But that's the thing. Wow. She's in a bubble of an ecosystem of who are trying to protect her, protect her and keep her a certain image. way. Yep. When black folks, we just want to see Auntie Kamala so we can support <laughs> you and get behind. You know what I mean? We do. Yeah. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. No, it's, it's wonderful. We're being very intentional with the conversation. right? It's, now. it's wonderful. Look well, at this from sucking dick to the president. Look. Oh, oh <laughs> wow. but, but I'm still going to suck a dick. I know that's right. <laughs> One Let everyone know, Jason, where they can follow you, where they can support you, and all. The I don't like the judgment happen. coming from behind the camera Look, though. It's he like, been laughing the whole damn. time. He gonna leave and get his dick sucked. <laughs> so what? See, stop. We gotta normalize the shit that we all be doing. Be like, people be like, I can't believe you say you're gonna get his dick sucked. You sucking dick watching the show right now? <laughs> uh, you can watch the Jason Lee Show on Revolt every Tuesday. Um, Every Tuesday night at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the Jason Lee podcast is getting ready to launch next month. So for all of you that have fallen in love with this new, improved, elevated, cappuccino sipping Jason, the tea is so fucking piping hot. And I've been going through withdrawals because I ain't been able to get it out. So once that podcast go, y'all going to be like, oh, he back to the same old. I'm not changing for money or the industry. I know, that's right. We I, need something after Wendy. Exactly. I know, that's right. Exactly. So, yeah, the tea is coming on the Jason Lee podcast. I'm excited about that. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Here I told Marvel Mandy City. I was not coming on this show until I got all my contracts out the way. Cause this month, look at, look at, can you imagine? I'm over at Revolt like, I'd like to be on the network. But I was fucking somebody behind a uh, Roscoe and Waffles uh, in oh, Chicago. How do you think and, we signed and, our Black Effect deal? And told that and told that Martin Luther King looking pastor, get your ass the fuck up and go get your ass. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for joining us, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all check us out on Patreon. That's where you can support us. Patreon.com backslash Horrible Decisions. We're leaving you with a five-minute bonus clip. Also, if you want to turn up with us this month, April 22nd, we are in Atlanta for the Black Effect Fest. The bow at Pullman Yards. So that's April 22nd. That's a Saturday. Uh, come and check in. Come see us. Get your tickets now at blackeffect.com. Um, we're going to be there with 85 South. All of your favorite pods on the Black Effect Network. So go ahead and get your tickets now and all the good things. You got anything else to say? You, we, go, we out. Y'all, thank y'all My for tuning in. in. Sorry. To yet another episode <laughs> of Horror Decisions. Bye. Bye. Yeah, and Horror abortions. Doesn't even, I know. doesn't want to allow Black history, African American. So that history wasn't even black. going on at the time that I meet her and I in got into it. But I re- I replied to her and I said, Zoe, all of the women you work with and service, and are you serious? And she and I said, think about it. Like we're literally talking about kids that like he wants to not like he was talking about anti-abortion laws, and I was like, like you think this is okay for unsafe abortions, even down to women getting raped? And she was like, this is not something that concerns me every day, taxes do equal rights. Da, 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 da. And I was like, wow, my nigga, like that shit was really wild because can Zoe I, is an, I believe she, can, can I ask you, uh-huh. let me ask you a question. Um, like we've talked about some of your friends supporting Trump. Now Trump has a celebrity about him. So I, I, I still love celebrity apprentice to this day. Mm. So I get even the draw to him to some people. It wasn't some of my friends. You talk about Anthony. I mean, whatever. Well, there's been conversations where you said you sat at tables and you realized that people were Republican and supported him as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dinners and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I do want to know. I feel like DeSantis is so dangerous. Could you be friends or even acquaintances with someone who supports somebody like that? No, and you know what's interesting? Anthony and I did have a conversation about him before. And we were... Something about him came up and he was like, bro. He was like... 
you know, he's like the Trump shit. And he's like, he's like, for me, he was like, you know, I'm not paying taxes all day. He's very like old school Puerto Rican, New York, you know? And he was like, but what we're starting to see with the governors, he's like the radical shit. He's like, absolutely not. And he said, I never thought Trump was a radical guy. And I was like, that's a weird thing for you to say, considering I believe that all these people were birthed under the Trump reign. To me, these people feeling so much excitement about anti-abortion laws and keeping women. Anyway, I say all that to say that to me was interesting because he was like, remember, and I said, but Trump made a comment that people that got abortions before he was in office should go to jail. And he's like, it's, he just did that to blow smoke up everybody's ass to get in office. He just wanted and, to do that. And it's, and it's possible. It's possible. It's interesting because, I mean, the more that I'm excelling financially, which that's been a whole cluster fucking therapy for me, I've, I am socially liberal, fiscally conservative. However, in terms of like money versus the rights of human beings, I still don't know how taxes is just the number one response for why people want to sit here and say, oh, well, financially, I'm going to be Republican and vote when there's so many bills and laws that are being pushed that literally take away the rights of humans. Bro, beings. I it just doesn't make sense. I've never I don't have an attitude of get up and work. I don't have an attitude of get up and work. I've never had that attitude. I don't believe in that. Um, my father has worked his whole life to only now have a social security of $1,100. Like my parents before I was having a good job were like using food stamps and Medicaid and shit like that. And like, I'm lucky enough to be able to take care of them. But at the end of the day, there's somebody else that's a 71 year, year old woman, like my mother who can't afford shit. Like that's where my money is going. I hope so. And if it doesn't, it doesn't, but I'm not about to fight about the shit when at the end of the day, I'm the person that's been on the front lines being like, rah, rah, you need to give your tax money up. So I deserve it too. You know what I'm saying? Now am I going to register my business in Florida? Yeah. Am I going to try to cheat the shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're damn right. But I'm at the end of the day, I ain't But voting. I'm still going to pay my taxes, ho. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, and at the end oh of the day, I'm always supposed to police, bro. It, it's strange because there's still this idea um even now when people travel abroad, like there's still this idea of, ooh, you ain't scared to go to another country. And it's so crazy because America is really shitty compared to so many other countries. Yes, there's a lot of countries where women don't have rights and can't get education and have to cover their whole bodies and men run everything. But when you really dig into our, not only judicial system, but our government and how things are operated from a federal and a state and a local municipal and how everything is so different and divided it's really scary what laws are currently being pushed and passed in our country mm. that make it completely unsafe um and it's crazy um but i did want to get into this doc because i know our cinema normally sometimes goes askew and there's so many great topics uh for this specific for this specific documentary now, I want to give a spoiler alert. This said askew. Th this whole last week said bitch. bursted tomato and now she's on askew. <laughs> is that not a word? Askew is a word. I just can't believe you. you see, I can't believe you bitch. used it after bursted. You know why? It is because it is 3 p.m. in the afternoon. I didn't had a coffee. I didn't been awake. Shit is, no, bitch. My brain is working. You my bursted my, my bubble bitch. with that. <laughs> 
Okay, that is a word. Bursted. You bursted. My no, mind. Mandy. Burst is already. A burst. Is... You know what you reminded me of when you uh... said that? Me and Vinny fucking love me. Actually, this the nigga I'm talking to told me that I live on internet means he like. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.